good day to you. Welcome. Bill Michaels Show is on the air today. Good to have you. On this Thursday, I was hoping to feel a little bit better today. Not happening. Not happening. Today's worse than yesterday. But we're here. We're together. And uh, now we get it going. Um, a lot of stuff to get to today. We got Paul Charchian coming up here in a little while. Uh, a couple of hours, actually. We're going to talk with Paul uh, about some fantasy, uh, which of which I'm no longer a part of. I did get axed out of the gu- guillotine league. So uh, didn't have uh, had yes! some stuff going. Yeah, I know. Ben's happy to hear that. I heard Ben's about why, Bill, by the way. Uh, I didn't make a move. And, and here's the thing is I got caught up in uh, – I had a trade – or not a trade, a uh, – I had a, uh, a couple of acquisitions, wire acquisitions that I was going to make, and I didn't hit send. That hurt, that hurt me as well. But, yeah, I, uh, I ended up getting caught up in some stuff last weekend. Was it last weekend, I think? Last weekend. And uh, it, it cost me, and I didn't make a move on my roster and yada, yada, yada. So I ended up falling short, woefully short. My team was pretty solid, and uh, the scoring was okay. But uh, it, uh, as I had some injuries, I had a couple of guys play. Well, at one point, I had a guy playing that wasn't even playing. So it, it got to be that point. So, yeah, you know, it takes work. It takes a little time. But I, I am happy, though, Ben, that I made it this far. I made it halfway through the season. I didn't think I would. This was my first uh, crack in the guillotine league. Now, I've played fantasy football before, but this was my first crack in that league when others have been doing it for a while. So I felt pretty good that a lot of people that are veterans at it went uh, by the wayside far before I did. So I didn't have a problem with that. Oh, you made it was- further than the Packers. Yeah, right? I made, yeah, I got, I had more wins than the Packers did. So, uh, that being said, uh, this week, uh, we've got Paul Charging going to be joining us coming up here a little bit. Going to hear some of the things that uh, Aaron Rodgers had to say. And now you get rumblings that the that the Brewers could possibly be in the market or at least listening to, to trade Corbin Burns. Ben, would you do that? Short what answer. Message does that, what message does that send? A terrible one. I, I would not do it. I, I think we'll learn a lot with the moves aside from Burns. Right, they picked up Wong's mm-hmm. option. They have a right. decision to make on Boxberger today. It's a two and a half million dollar decision. Whether they pick up the option or there's a what eight hundred thousand dollars sunk cost there, so I, we're going to learn a lot about what the team thinks and where they stand and what their vision is for really the roster and the pitching staff they have now. I would not do it. I I think it's an addition thing as opposed to a subtraction and try to build. But I could see a scenario where they choose the latter route. Yeah. Now Jeff Passan said that neither the Guardians or because uh, Shane Bieber is a part of this uh, discussion, or the Brewers, um, you know, Corbin Burns, they're looking for astronomical asking prices, but there, there's no intent to deal them, so to speak. But Bieber and Burns, um, they're, they're kind of on the the as they put it, the same contract track. And they each have a couple of years of arbitration remaining and can't become free agents until 2024. But that puts a little um, time and pressure on the front offices to get something done. And Corbin Burns, obviously a, a Cy Young Award winner, a .97 whip, 243 strikeouts, 202 
innings pitched, a 2.94 ERA. Given the numbers, I mean, boy, that you're you're talking big time deal if they they should make a move. But there's no way. I you know if you if you get rid of Corbin Burns, there there is a strong message being sent to your fan base that we are going to grow talent. We're going to talk about yada yada yada. We're going to get you know we're going to get young talent in. We're going to develop talent. We want to keep our talent and then watch him go by the wayside. I, I think it's. I understand there is a budget to this team, but I think it's a terrible message and it's a terrible look. It's a terrible look. Um, so I, I just, I when I read that and saw that when I got up this morning, I, Ben, when you had sent me the the notes on it this morning and I got up and I started reading it. I just thought it, it, it made my, like my, my spirit as a Brewers fan kind of sink. It just made me go, ah, oh, here we go again. You start to get good talent and then you're just going to say, well, we can't afford it. And, you know, so then what are you doing? You know, at what point do you ever be really become a serious contender? So it would, it would be, in my opinion, a bad look, a bad look. So nah, that's just me though. Uh, 877-867-1670. The phone number is to hit us up. That's it. You can find us over on Twitter as well, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels. You can find us on the Facebook fan page. Go to Facebook.com slash The Bill Michaels Show. Uh, you can find us on YouTube under uh, Bill Michaels Show on YouTube. Same thing over on Twitch TV. And you can also find the website, TheBillMichaels.com. TheBillMichaels.com. So there you go. Um. What else do we have here? Uh, today, uh, also, like I said, we're going to hear from Aaron Rodgers coming up. Packers back on the practice field. And we'll find out who uh, is and is not practicing today. Um, so we got that going on. And, uh, and Now, you don't have a Kenny and Halpern show tonight, do you? Yeah, we do. Live at Monks and Sun Prairie, 5 to 6, talking Badgers, mm-hmm. Iowa. Because you were on, what, Tuesday? We're on Tuesday and Thursday every week. Tuesday and Thursday. I thought it was just Thursday. No. Okay. I didn't know. Didn't know. I, I I didn't get the memo on that. So I'm just checking, just checking to be sure, because I just had somebody text me, or not text me, but uh, tweet me and say, hey, uh, do we have Kenny and Halpern tonight? They enjoy the Badgers coverage. And I thought, wait a minute, they were just on Tuesday. So there you go. Um, this is uh, from, from Mark, who says, uh, I heard Aaron Rodgers' comments about the young guys and some of the young guy rumblings coming out of Green Bay. Is there a problem? We talked about this last night. Um, I don't know if there's a problem. I I don't know to what depth there are issues, for lack of a better term. I I just don't. I don't know how bad things are behind closed doors. Mike Clemens and I were kind of texting back and forth a little bit last night. I mean, there's, there's something to this. I'll tell you that. There's something to this. Um, I, to what depth? Don't know. But there is there is a, how do we put it, a uh, uh, a little bit of a, a split, we'll say. And that's probably too big a word. That's probably too big a word. But there is a little bit of a, a divide, if you will, might be a better term. So yeah, uh, but but to, you know, are guys arguing behind closed doors? I don't know. Don't know about that. Uh, this one's from Kathy. Kathy says, "Love the Packers coverage." Says, "Do you think Aaron Rodgers gets healthier and the thumb gets better and his numbers go up?" You would assume. Yes, Kathy, you would assume. But I don't. Uh, 
I don't think the numbers are going to go up dramatically. I, I think, you know, looking at this team, it is what it is. Nothing's going to change this right now. I think when we talked about it yesterday, what are you hoping to see? I think, you know, you're hoping to see organization. You're hoping to see an opening drive. You're hoping hoping to see some of the mistakes being cut down. You know, they could have won that Detroit game. They could have won numerous games. They just didn't because of penalties, because of problems, because of missed assignments. They, it's just it's always something. That's it. Um, Dan says, listening to the best sports show in uh, Wisconsin, had knee surgery last Friday. Lateral meni... What is it? Menistoctomy? Uh, I don't even know what that is. Or is it uh, like an ACL, MCL type of thing? I don't know. Um, Peter says, as you would say, Bill, somebody in the front office needs to get smacked in the ass with a grilled cheese sandwich. Would be a big loss for the uh, Brewers to lose uh, Corbin Burns. I I would agree. I It wouldn't be a loss in the sense of if, if you get a bunch in return, okay. But what does it say to your fan base when you cultivate a guy, you bring him up, you got a Cy Young Award winner, you got a really good pitcher, you've been looking for pitching, only to say... Talk to you later. I mean, the Josh Hader deal was bad enough. You get rid of Corbin Burns, I think it's a travesty. I really do. I think it's a travesty. Um, MLB Marathon says uh, to trade Corbin Burns would be the wrong thing right now unless you get a right price and a big haul for him. If you get numerous draft choices, first-round draft choices, and an additional player or two that can play every day, that would not be a bad trade. Um, if you get two players, two good starters, two good bats, it wouldn't be terrible. But, again, I go back to the look of it. I'm not To what you could get for him would be an enormous haul. I agree with you. But the look, the perception becoming reality in many people's minds would be, that you're going to cultivate talent only to watch it leave. So don't get attached to anybody in the Brewers organization because as soon as they're they're due to make money, we're, we're, we're done with them. That's what that would say. Um, Anthony says, uh, did you see that it's only going to be a million bucks for Abram in cap space for the Packers? Will he be a better player than Darnell Savage Jr.? I don't know about a better player. I mean, certainly, a, you know, he's a first-round draft choice. He's certainly got potential, and it's only a million bucks. You're right. So they still have some money under the cap if they need to go out and get some additional people. But right now, they're just hurting. Who cares? You know, you hope that greener pastures, you know? You hope that the grass is greener here in Green Bay, and he can f- kind of find himself and becomes a valuable member. But I don't know if this is a long-time fix. Just an FYI. Um... What else do we have here? We got a lot of different stuff going on today. <laughs> Mark says you sound terrible. Mark, I don't know what to tell you. I don't feel great, but I don't feel as bad as I sound. Let's put it that way. I don't feel as bad as I sound. Um, but thank you very much for. Yeah, right. But thank you very much for the compliment. <clears throat> ben, do I sound terrible today? I mean, not great. For yeah. sure. Okay. 
We're with you, though. I shout out to yeah. Mike Clemens. He so obviously I was not producing this show during the Mike McCarthy era. Therefore, the McCarthy drop board not very extensive. Right. Mike Clemens passed along some inventory that we can did that, he that will be used. I mean, it, it's a big day on Sunday. I think we really need to give Mike his you know proper greeting. So I just a shout out to Mike Clemens to get things going. Mike is always working. Mike sends stuff. For those that don't know, Mike uh, is always working. He's always doing stuff. Mike sends us stuff. I'll hear my phone go off at like 2.33 in the morning. Now, Mike does a morning show, too, by the way, for people that don't know. Mike does a morning show here in the state of Wisconsin. So Mike at like 2 and 3 in the morning will all of a sudden start emailing. The emails will start coming through. You'll hear your phone go bzz, 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 bzz. And I'll, I'll be like, oh, my God, because it's the same buzzing uh sound that like when my alarm goes off at the house like there's somebody outside or an animal or something passing by so i, I jump out of bed i grab my phone i look at it and uh, it's it's mike sending uh you know sending cuts or sending an email or letting me know something that i you know whatever but or hey did you hear this let's talk about this that type of thing so absolutely bill i was at the seven, airport yeah, go ahead at two thirty a.m uh or three o'clock a.m central time on monday uh-huh. and i was getting those emails yeah. He's ready That's to get Mike, on a man. flight. I was like, man. Mike's always working. You never know. When's the guy sleep? He never does. Also, by the way, I hope you caught the end of that car chase yesterday because. I did not. No. And for those that uh, did not know what we're talking about, last night we were um, we were doing the huddle. And for about the last 25 to 35 minutes of the huddle, there was a car chase in L.A. And uh, first of all, let me say this. I was amazed at the video how clear the quality of video was of uh, streaming live from this helicopter. It was, am- it was like HD. It was amazing. So, <clears throat> so we were watching this, and I watched the truck crash into the cars and then crash into the gas station, and then the officer rammed the truck from behind, but I didn't. And one guy got out and took off running, and they got him right away, cuffed him and put him in the squad car. But I did not see what happened at the end. What happened at the end? Oh, there was a standoff for a while. They thought the guy inside had a weapon. Uh, and eventually, uh, crazily, they shot shotgun shells into there, uh, whatever else, trying to get him out. And eventually, they get him out, and he's walking around. He was fine. They put him in an ambulance. But, Bill, he was a freaking Cowboys fan. Oh, there you go. Maybe he just wanted tickets to the game and couldn't find any. I mean, I mean I, that's what it was. The chase went on for like two hours. Was he wearing a Cowboys jersey? A, a Cowboys sweatshirt. Really? Ridiculous. Oh, that's funny. There's no that's way funny. the Cowboys can win after that. That's funny. <laughs> Shock the world. There you go. The ultimate Cowboys fan being arrested out in LA. Yeah, if you had a chance to see it. I can't believe it didn't make like national news from that chase yesterday. Because he was, I mean, the guy was driving on three tires. And the front passenger side tire was gone. He was on the rim. It was amazing. It, it was amazing to watch that chase last night as we were winding down, uh, winding down the huddle. And by the way, uh, somebody just asked, did the uh, Bucks win last night? Yes, they did. One thirty-six, one thirty-two over the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder. They are ten and one on the season. Let's do this. We're gonna step away. Uh, go ahead and take a quick break. Come back. Got a lot more to get to. Hang in there. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up right after this. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. 
the moment you've all been waiting for. Drum roll, please. We got you. This week's MVP is the Detroit defense. I don't know what that means. Slime is heading your way. Get ready, Detroit. Slime is heading your way. Nickelodeon. Giving the MVP, Nate Burleson on Nickelodeon, giving the uh, last week's NFL award to the Lions defense for shutting down Aaron Rodgers in the offense. Slime is on your way. I don't know if that's much of an award. At least it's... uh, it's a uh, a recognition for what it is you accomplished, but I don't know if I'd want to be slimed because of it. Oh, they join notable former winners, including uh, Mitch Trubisky, multiple times. Oh, well, there you go. Well, if it's the Mitch Trubisky Award, well, that is an honor. That's an honor. There you go. The Mitch Trubisky Slime Award. Um, Yeah, that's, that's funny. That's funny. Uh, Aaron Rodgers was asked, uh, you know, after reviewing the Lions game in the video, um, how would he describe, speaking of the defense of the uh, Lions on Sunday, how would he describe the performance against the Lions on Sunday? Had a couple bad throws for sure. I think overall, uh, you know, there were a lot of positive plays. Um, But, uh, you know, it wasn't the worst performance in my career, but there were a couple bad throws for sure. No, that was the worst performance of your career. I I would say. That was that was bad. Um he was asked then, you know, hey look, during this losing period, this five game losing streak, you know, you're going in to try to quote get right against Detroit. Uh are you just trying to do too much at this point? No, I don't think so. I mean I think I've done that you know, as much as I can. I think as a leader you gotta try and make your teammates better and, and try and inspire them. And I don't feel like I've changed a whole lot of the way I've played. Uh, we just haven't made a lot of plays on offense. Um, Rodgers was asked, and again, this goes back to sticking to the playbook and and are you changing plays and all that kind of stuff. He was asked, rather than running around, extending plays, waiting for guys to get open, should you just run the play? I think there's been more by the book this year than any year in my career, I would say, Um, because we haven't had uh, the veteran group on the outside to handle really the position switches like we've had in in years past where guys can play X, F, and Z and be interchangeable. So we've probably done a little bit less this year. Um, You know, I've played from the pocket, uh, you know, predominantly, I think, the last couple of years. There's been times in the last few weeks where I've tried to extend plays a little bit more. Um, not necessarily prompted by yourself and some of the questions you've asked, but um, but because we've needed it, uh, I think I, I got to keep doing some of that stuff. Uh, you know, there are obviously a couple runs in the game that help us out, but uh, it all comes down to timing. If we're open on time, the ball comes out. If we're not open, you know, I got to extend some plays, and that's where the mental awareness has to come in do i gotta deal it or can i extend plays and and use my legs a little bit um as he said they've done more by the book this season because of necessity and part of that is because he doesn't have guys that can they're not on the same page 
So you have to run the plays. When you're not on the same page and you don't know where Aaron wants you to go or you don't have a familiarity with the guy that uh, you're throwing to and you don't know where he's going to go, then you have to run it by the book. You have to do that. It's a good answer. It's, it's, it really is when you think about it. Um, so for those that say, well, he's changing the plays, and, well, they're not running this and they're not doing that. No, they're running the plays that are called. Probably more so, like he said, more so this year than years past because of out of necessity. Um, and now we're in November, and it's November football, and it, it's going to be cold. The cold is coming. Today is a beautiful day, and I wish I was <laughs> wish I was well enough to get out and enjoy it. But uh, it's it's a beautiful day, but the cold is coming. It's going to be nasty over the weekend. It's going to be back to the high 30s. Uh, so now you've got November football, and does this offense even come close to having an identity right now? I think there's a lot of resetting going on for sure. Um, you know, we don't have a lot to build on offensively. We haven't you know, put up a lot of points. Then last week I felt like we moved the ball pretty effectively, both in, you know, regular offense and some tempo offense. Uh, so that's good to build on. But situation football has hurt us all season. We've been, you know, real average on third down and, and worse than that in the red zone, it feels like. And that's kept us from scoring points. And, and our defense has had some stretches where they played pretty good. You know, they hold them to 15 points. We should win all those games. And it's come down to us executing in the red zone and then third down we've been a little bit better the last couple of weeks but uh, nowhere near good enough he also talks uh, about you know the younger guys uh would it be easier um you know on on some of the younger players or Sammy Watkins for that matter new guys if you just kind of ran the offense by the book, so to speak, just, you know, by the, the, you know, rather than having any kind of improv in this thing at all, because we have seen Sammy Watkins specifically go the wrong way. Uh, he's chosen bad routes a lot. So would it just be easier? Is it just easier to just run the offense? I think it has been by the book a bunch. I think that's where, you know, maybe you have the ideas a little bit off. It has been very by the book. I think the struggle has been, how do we make it by the book but not robotic? You know, when it's robotic, uh, it, you know, unless you have a perfect s- scheme that's paired up with the perfect defense for that scheme, it's not going to be open. So I think that's where, um, you know, the little details come in where we're not trying to be robotic. Obviously, we're trying to run the plays by the book. We're not going way outside the offense. I'm not going way outside the offense um, unless we're in a two-minute situation and there's something that I've seen that, that – that I'm calling that that uh, you know might be an ode to years past based on uh, the look the looks that we're getting, but we're not going outside the offense. We just we're a little too robotic at times, I think, and then the details on some of the things aren't showing up consistently. Where you know there may be on paper route stems, and sometimes the robotic is going to work. You know, there were multiple plays in the game where if we do the robotic part of that. If we do the day one teaching, if we take the proper steps, we have a big play, but it's not showing up. Um, so it's a fine line between the robotic uh, schematics at times, which can scheme people open, and then the ability to leave room for instincts. Now, when you're playing with the Devonte Adams, you leave a lot of room for instincts because he's able to do a lot of things that other guys just can't do. When you don't have that, you obviously lean on the scheme, but you still have to understand the details so we're not 
just out there going through the motions. We still have to leave room for the instinctual part of the game to kick in for some of our guys. So, you know, again, I, I don't know if there's an idea that we're going with the system. I don't think that's the case. I think we've been more by the book this year than we have been, you know, in any year that Matt's been here. Interesting. Interesting stuff. Let's do this. We're going to step away, take a quick break. We'll come back, get some phone calls, hear more from Aaron Rodgers. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show brought to you by our friends at Bud Light coming up right after this. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.